mate how are you i'm good you great great thanks so much for being here no problem whereabouts are you i'm in new york city just well just outside manhattan oh good yeah i'm pretty sleepy here pretty what pretty scary place to be pretty scary place to be right now <laughs> i know yeah. uh, it's uh it's a it's a strange world we're in isn't it yeah. Well, of course, I say that to you and you're in England, right? I don't think you're doing much better over there. Yeah, well, um, we, we're we not as far down the road. I mean, when the, when the first um, lockdowns came in 2020, uh, you know, in many ways, uh, England was leading the way um, on them. But there's been a hell of a lot of pushback here. Uh, and yeah. the... Uh, they tried to bring, or they said they were going to bring um, vaccine passports in uh, at the end of September. And then two days later, they announced they weren't uh, very clearly because they didn't think they were going to get away with it uh, at that time. And, you know, these people, the worst thing they, the worst thing that they, um, they fear is to say this is going to happen and people won't do it because then, you know, that alerts everyone to where the real power has been all along. Um, so, uh, they're now, um, you've probably heard about it. They're, they're now, um, going with this new Botswana variant. Yeah. I just heard about that. <laughs> plus mutations and it's much more transmissible and it probably won't, um, be, uh, affected by the vaccine, which of course all the others have not been, <laughs> they've made up, um, and um, and so they, we better have some more vaccines then, I guess, you know, for the for the oh, variant. And so it goes on. It's, you know, if you have any uh, brain cell capacity whatsoever in the <laughs> last two years and you've observed it and you have a memory which doesn't forget what they said the last time and the last time and the time before that, um, and, and uh, you play that against what they're telling you now, then um, you are uh, you are not going to buy it. But unfortunately, not many. Well, a lot more people are doing that. But you know, there are great numbers of people that um, don't go through that process at all. They just believe whatever they're told, even though it's a contradiction to what they were told before. You know, it is very strange. Do you, do you think that people are just a whole lot stupider than we ever imagined or is is there really some kind of black magic going on because it, it is really like people are under some kind of spell you know yeah. well um it's 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 um definitely a mind spell i mean it's quite interesting when i look back at um some of my books over the years and i see chapters like casting the spell breaking the spell uh, i was writing about it a lo- long time ago that actually the human race was under a spell, a mind spell. Uh, and what's happened in the COVID era is just become more extreme and thus more obvious that that is the uh, case. I've, I've did a video, which is, um, which is on my website at the moment. Um, I just posted it today called um, 
basically who, who controls your life? You do. Um, with the proviso that the you is your perception. Your perception controls your life. Um, everything comes from that. And that's why control of perception and the programming of perception is the whole foundation of, of human control and the whole conspiracy. Uh, that's why the COVID thing is being run by behavioral psychologists and not by uh, medical people, ultimately. Um, and, you know, I, I talk about um, how 95% of human reaction and response actually comes from the unconscious, from the subconscious. It's done unconsciously. And uh, in the video, I, I, I read an article about a document uh, which was, um, it was uh, brought out by an agency on behalf of the British government uh, called Mindspace. Uh, and uh, this, was some, this was before the COVID era. And it goes through all the different mind manipulation techniques that can get a population to do what you want uh, in terms of policy and not, not to question it. And the whole foundation of it is that you um, tap in to, to um, what they call the automatic responses. This is what I would call the, um, the subconscious unconscious responses. This is sure. when the behavior just plays out in basically it's a form of sleepwalking with your eyes open uh you you um you respond according to stimuli and the other um part of the the process of reaching your perceptions um is the conscious mind um consciously uh being aware of its environment and what it's being told to do and that breaks the spell because you do a, an amazing thing that um is obviously going out of fashion now is that you question what you've been told so um <laughs> the difference between um the asleep who are just doing whatever they're told without question is that um, one is coming from unconscious responses that literally, I call them press enter people. You know, you put the data in, you know, th th this is what we've got to do, press enter, and they do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. then, then there's the other um, kind of uh, way of doing it, which is what you find with the awakening people and those that can see it. And what they do is they say, oh, hold on, I'm going to process the information. And I say, I say in the video, it's interesting that there's a very clear um, division uh, between the press enter people and the questioning people. And that's where the conclusion comes. This is an interesting one. If you look at the press enter people, um, the conclusion comes at the start. I could say at the start of the process, but there actually is no process. Their conclusions are handed to them. Right. And there's no um, uh, looking at information or evidence or questioning. The conclusion has been given to you. So that's your conclusion. Uh, and so what happens there is authority gives you the conclusion. And then not only don't you question it, but you become antagonistic against anyone who is questioning it. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you look at the awakening people and, and the conclusions don't come at the start of the process. They come at the end, 
where they've looked at what the the officialdom saying and they looked at other um, evidence. They've looked at what other people are saying that are questioning officialdom and they then conclude what they think of it and what they make of it. But at the end of the process and there is actually a process of questioning, which with the press enter people, there's not. And, and it is a mentality that has gathered through what we call the, uh, the woke era. Because if you look at the woke mentality, it is a conclusion at the start based mentality. So um, you um, conclude that humans are causing um, climate change. Uh, and once that conclusion is given to you and it's almost part of your it, it's almost part of your your personality makeup. It's part of your image. If you're in a certain kind of part of society, the universities or, you know, on the on the so-called left, it's not the left at all now, it's the far right. Uh, I, I was brought up in the left in politics. <laughs> I know what the left used to be like. It used to question authority and it used to uh, <laughs> challenge the... Uh, the impositions of the uh, the rich and powerful. Now, now, now those people fund the woke mentality that calls itself the left. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you um, if you if you look at it, um, it's a non-questioning mentality. So the conclusion is that human cause humans cause climate change. Now that's it. That's solidified. That's in concrete. That's left to set. And not only is it not questioned. By its advocates, but anyone that does question it has to be censored and silenced or cancelled in the parlance of the day, um, so that they cannot question it. Um, it becomes a, a almost a religious um, artifact, and you know it's 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 a, a very obvious thing that if you are confident of what you're saying, you don't want to censor anyone. You welcome challenge because you are confident you can deal with that because of the validity of what you're saying but when you're not confident of what you say and you talk to a woker i mean they've got a clue what's going on they're just (laughs) repeating platitudes and jargon they don't even know what it means so much with them operates on emotion right they're they're led to believe this thing is true and and it's just all it all kind of derives from emotion, right? Yeah, absolutely right. But it, it, and, and you're also talking about the unconscious. See, uh, the, unless there is a conscious mind involvement in the process, there is nothing to question. The the the, the subconscious mind does not question. That that's not its um, that's not its role. See, um, I, I, I met a. Um, a very famous British footballer um, once after he finished playing called Bobby Charlton played for a club called Manchester United. And this guy um, was an amazing player in the sense that you wouldn't know if he was right footed or left footed um, because of all the practice he'd done. And he was telling me how um, he would um, throw tennis balls around and when it came back off a wall, he, he would hit it first time with his uh, with his foot without even thinking about it and the reason I bring this up is that the, the, what the subconscious does um, is it it is a, um, a, a in, in many ways a dispassionate um, level of consciousness in that it's it just does what you train it to do 
So um, in sport, um, and I, I experienced this myself, you, you have these moments uh, which they sometimes call the zone. And, and you, if you talk to sports people who go into the zone, um, it, it's a state of awareness where you basically withdraw from, from conscious reality. And um, they say, and I experienced it too, when you're in this zone, that's when you, you do your, mo- your most incredible performances. Because the conscious mind questions, but the conscious mind also um, suffers from things like uh, anxiety and what have you. If, you, if, if, you're, if you've got a golf shot to win the, um, the US Open, then um, if your conscious mind is, is really involved in it, then it's going to be going through, oh, my God, if I don't get this, oh, God, I could win this now, I, all that stuff. Whereas the subconscious is going, I, I just got to put the, the ball in the hole. And so someone like Bobby Charlton, with all that practice, was training his um, subconscious to do um, things like hit the ball at the right time in the right way. So when it happened on the pitch, when he was a, a player, um, that, that the subconscious would, would, would kick in and, and it would just do what it had been trained through practice to do. There, there was no um, you know, conscious mind, oh God, I, I, what, what happens if I don't score? It, it, the, the, conscious, the subconscious mind just says, okay, this is what I have to do. It's moving at that speed, okay, bang. It's absolutely dispassionate. And it, 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 there's a, a version of that um, in, in the, the work mentality, um, in the sense of it's all unconscious response and reaction, uh, where the, the subconscious just keeps going through what it's trained to do, what it's trained to believe. Um, and, and so you have this um, extraordinary uh, assurance that you see in the woke mentality that they are right. And this reflex action um, uh, dismissal of anything that questions what, 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 what it believes. Uh, and uh, it's a, um, a state of being that's very, very difficult to, de- well, almost impossible to debate with because it's not interested in debate. It's, it's all non-conscious, all of it, just non-conscious reaction. You, know, you say emotion, but a non-conscious reaction. This humans cause climate change. That's it. That's it. It's just repeated like a record stuck in the groove. Um, there's no kind of conscious mind saying, "Well, hold on." These people say it's not. So let's have a look what they're saying. None of that goes on, and and so the uh, people in that mode are little more than robots. That's why I call them presenter people. That there's no information processing. It's just robotic. Um, repetition of the same program do you think there's any hope for those people at this point or are they just gonna go along over the cliff what is there's 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 always um hope um in the sense of um when you introduce your conscious mind to the process which then says uh, okay instead of just believing this i'm going to see if it's justified then you break the cycle and, and what happens then is you're, you're, you're kicked out of the group because you mustn't question. Um, and, and there's a lot of that, you know, as well, this group thing, uh, belonging to a group, the need to belong to a group. 
and it, and and to belong, um, the groups basically got to want you there, and it's got to what see you as one of them, and to see you as one of them, you have to become them. So you see this um, this manipulation of groupthink. It goes on all the time, whereby um, uh, the, the the pressure, just like Jim Jones' cult, you know, uh, and uh, all cults work in the same way, where you get people. Um, to concede their uniqueness to become part of the group because if they hold on to the uniqueness then there's resistance from the group uh, and and so if you if you are a woker say at a university then there's now a very detailed list of things that you must say and you must at least claim you believe for you not to be ostracized by great numbers of people the great majority of them at that university increasingly the academics, not just the, the students. So there's this pressure to um, either keep your mouth shut and keep your head down uh, and to, um, or, or to, to just parrot the platitudes that everyone else is, because then they'll think that you're one of them. And what, one of the processes that I'm seeing with this is that um, two and two plus four in the whole woke arena and the COVID um, buyers arena, has gone. So it's two equals five now. And what you get, and this, this is a part of the process where you, um, you get sucked into the group, is that you, uh, you want to have a quiet life. You want to avoid antagonism and conflict. You want to avoid being ostracized. So you think, well, I know two and two equals four, but I'll, I'll crack on it equals five because, because at least then I, um, I'll have some sort of life. But in the end, um, you start believing two and two equals five. You get sucked in, not least because um, you going on, knowing it equals four, but tracking on it equals five, that your, your self-respect starts to get damaged there. Because basically, you're, 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 you put your self-respect aside to join the group. You, you know what you're saying isn't true, but you're doing it. And your self-respect has a, bash, a bashing with that. So to avoid that, you start then to believe that two and two equals five. Uh, and, uh, and, and this, this then creates um, uh, a, a gathering number of people that believe absolute nonsense is real. It's really, it's really powerful. It's, it's scary. So, Speaking of control, you know, and we see this going on worldwide and, you know, one of the things I was most fascinated by, and, and you've done extensive research on, is um, who is at the tippy top of this hierarchy? You know, who, who's really responsible for this uh, effort to dominate the world? I, I know it goes pretty deep, but... Um, but uh, I've been very fascinated uh, by it since I, I started learning about that. If you could go into it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been laughed at over the years for many things. Um, and um, one of them is that I've said, well, since the 1990s, by 1996, I started writing about this, 97, um, that behind uh, global control is a uh, non-human race. Um, well, non-human races, actually, uh, but it's dominated by one that seems to take a reptilian form. And I wrote um, 
about this in a book called The Biggest Secret in uh, 1997, I wrote that. And then I wrote another one called Children of the Matrix, which involved this information in 2001. And I got enormous uh, ridicule for it. But I tell you what's bloody happening now, um, uh, since the COVID era, particularly you know, in the last few months and weeks, is that people that was dismissing that and are start, now starting to go, oh, hold on, um, may, maybe it's not so crazy, uh, for a number of reasons. One, if you'd have told them, at the, even at the start of uh, 2020, that the world would be like it is now in 2021, um, they, they, they would have called you crazy, but they now acknowledge what had actually happened. And then they look at other things that I've said that have, have turned out to be uh, um, what has happened. And they say, well, if you was right about that, well, why should we dismiss this other stuff just because it's a bit far out? And, uh, but one of the other biggest, uh, the biggest aspects of this is that people are starting to see that this agenda is unbelievably anti-human. You know, that you, they're targeting um, carbon dioxide, CO2, which is the gas of life. Without carbon dioxide, we're all dead because there's no food. There's no natural world. The natural world sucks carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. And we, we're a, 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 at about 419 parts per million now. But if it falls anything close to 150 parts per million or even higher than that, then the natural world starts to die because carbon dioxide is, is, is to, to the natural world what oxygen is to us, basically. And the world was heading towards those dangerous levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere until the industrial era. And it's picked up as a result of that. This is why the Earth in the industrial era, provable fact, the Earth has got greener. It's the reason. Why do people running greenhouses um, put carbon dioxide in, in them, extra carbon dioxide? Because plant growth. And as experts in carbon dioxide point out, um, it's not that we have too much. We don't have enough. The optimum level, they say, of uh, for plant growth, food production, is 2,000 parts per million, not the 419 that we have. And then you look at this and you think, well, not only are, is this, uh, this global cult and all that uh, goes with it, um, saying that um, we've got to stop uh, releasing carbon dioxide from fossil fuels, People like Gates, big red, red flags and bright flashing red lights, um, are, are funding technology to suck carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere that's already there. And the story of human-caused um, climate change via production of carbon dioxide is a joke. It's not even close to true. That's why they need the woke, unconscious mentality to... Uh, promote it without even um, looking at the evidence to support it. So there you have a big um, anti-human agenda. Uh, then you have this uh, fake jab targeting human genetics and, and mass depopulation. I mean, the numbers that are, are going down uh, fatally and uh, through life-changing um, health problems, consequences from this jab already is fantastic. And we've seen nothing yet. Um, and, and then you, um, you have those that survive. They're having their genetics change. This is why they're putting a messenger, synthetic messenger RNA into the body. Uh, then, then you have um, the fact that sperm counts are plummeting around the world catastrophically. 
uh, you, you uh, have the scientists and, and doctors who've come out and pointed out even before the vaccine, make vaccine rollout, that um, this could be uh, very damaging to female uh, fertility. And we're seeing the, the, the impact on that in the figures as well already. And again, we've seen nothing yet. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, have, I have no doubt from what I've seen that when uh, people who've had the jab today, the young people, get to child-producing age, they're going to find they can't. There is a, 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 um, a, a phasing out going on of human 1.0, the biological human, and the creation of a much more synthetic human to be connected to artificial intelligence called, um, I'll call it uh, human 2.0. Uh, uh, then you have uh, the 5G uh, at uh, 60 gigahertz, it interacts with the oxygen molecule to, um, to stop the body absorbing the amount of oxygen it normally would. And you've got the masks, of course, which are reducing oxygen intake, which is obviously vital to, to, to bodily health and, and brain development in the young. And, and on and on it goes, uh, uh, this, this anti-human. You look at the poison in the food. Look at the poison in the water. Um, they're, they're just... Uh, here now recommending to put fluoride in all the drinking water of uh, of, of England, uh, which is a brain suppressant. It's an intellect suppressant. War have shown that. Um, so it's all anti-human. Now, if there's a non-human element to this um, in the in the background in the shadows, then that would make absolute sense and why there's a phenomenally uh, obvious non-human agenda and what I've been uh, pointing out um, and because they're changing the atmosphere uh, as well and they're changing the frequency nature of the world we live in this is what all these satellites and people like Musk going up firing with 5G and other uh, technological radiation of the earth uh, they want tens of thousands to uh, cover every inch of, uh, of the planet and therefore there's no escape from it what what the Google executive, Ray Kurzweil, who's promoting AI connected to the human brain, calls the cloud. Uh, so, um, you know, they're changing the, the, the frequency uh, and uh, radiation nature of, of, the, of the world that we live in. It's all anti-human. And I've been pointing out since the late 90s that what's going on, well, late 90s, 1996, 7, I started coming across it, that we are, we are looking at uh, a, a, a version of the Avatar movie. And this is how it's being done. The Avatar movie, um, for those who haven't seen it, involves a, a blue people, the Navi, on this moon, Pandora, do they call it? Um, and the American military arrive in the spacecraft. Obviously, it's, it's sometime in the future. It's... Um, it's, uh, it's you know, portrayed. But the American military, they want to infiltrate Navi society because they want the resources that they have. And of course, they, 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 they can't just take over. So they want to infiltrate and do it that way. And they can't uh, infiltrate as humans, um, symbolic in this uh, example of the, the reptilians that I said behind this and others. So they take on an outer shell of the Navi body. They, they look like Mupu, the avatar. And 
So they then start infiltrating uh, Navi society, and the Navi don't know it's being infiltrated because everyone looks like them. You know, if we had a, a situation where people in the significant uh, positions of power around the world didn't look like us, we'd be asking questions, wouldn't we? Like, what's, hey, hold on a minute. Why are all these people that don't look like us in positions of power? What's going on? What I've been um, writing about, this goes way back, is the fact that uh, these people are hiding behind human form. These non-human, this non-human force is hiding behind human form. And what they've created, because the, 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 the basic focus of this non-human race operates overwhelmingly outside of our band of frequency that we call the human world. But within this band of frequency, within the human world, they've set up, and this has been going on for thousands of years, the ancients, you know, going back to Sumer and Babylon and all over the world, they talk about this non-human force, manipulated human society. You find it, you find it all over the place. They're just different names. People don't realize they're actually talking about the same force. So um, what, um, what they've done is set up this network within human society, which I call the global cult, that um, is um, coordinating this takeover of the planet and all this coordination of this anti-human agenda. So you've got as what I call the spider in the center of the web, this, this global, global one. Um, and ultimately, that's non-human because this global cult is representing the interests of the non-human force um, and, and, and changing human society and, and all these different aspects of, of human life in accordance with the agenda that suits the non-human force. But of course, when we see the... Uh, representatives, the agents, the personalities, the front people of this cult, to us they look human. But if you went deeper, um, as with the Navi movie, you'd find that a lot of them actually aren't behind the, um, the human front. So you've got this, um, you've got this web with a spider in the center. Most of the spider is actually in the hidden, all the spiders are the hidden. And then you've got the strands of the web, and each strand in the web is a secret society, it's a semi-secret group, um, and it is um, different organizations in the world of the scene, like the World Health Organization, the CDC, and so on, um, and uh, Big Pharma, and uh, the banking system. These are all strands in this, this web in the world of the scene. So immediately around the spider, you've got the most exclusive secret societies that absolutely know the vast majority of what's going on, and they don't put themselves on public display at all. Um, and then you come out from, from the spider and you, you then meet the secret societies we do know of, like the Freemasons, the inner core of them, that is, and the Knights of Templar, the Knights of Malta, the Opus Dei, and the inner core of the Jesuit order, and, and many, many others, Skull and Bones in, um, in America. Um, and, and then eventually... Um, you meet what I call the cusp organization. This is where the hidden part of the web meets the scene. This is the Bilderberg Group, Council of Foreign Relations with America, Trilateral Commission, the Club of Rome that was created by this cult in 1968 to um, exploit environmental concerns and to lie about environmental concerns to, um, to justify um, the cult agenda of the uh, control of the fine detail of people's lives. This is why those that are, are behind the COVID hoax are also behind the uh, human called climate change hoax and both have the same basic solutions to the problems they 
uh, invented, which is control of people's lives down to the fine detail. Uh, and, uh, and, and then on this cusp, this cusp uh, area around the world are these absolute kind of tidal wave of think tanks and non-governmental organizations that um, their job, like with the Bilderberg Group and all these Council of Foreign Relations, is to take the um, agenda coming out from the spider, from the hidden, and then to um, play it out through overwhelmingly, by this stage, lots and lots of people who have no idea there even is a cult, never mind a spider or an agenda. Uh, to play it out into the world of the scene. And so when you when you come into the world of the scene, you see all these different corporations, banking systems, governments, government agencies. Um, and on the surface, they don't look connected. Uh, and, and at levels of them, most of the level of them, they're not connected. But you go deep enough into them and they attach to the web. And, and ultimately, they're playing out the agenda of the web, while to the public, they don't seem connected at all. Everything seems random. And, uh, but, but in the COVID era, you can see great examples of this web coordination uh, between organizations that, that, that would seem to be unconnected. Uh, for instance, you've got the World Health Organization that was created by the cult. It's a cult creation. It was created by the Rockefellers in 1948. It's now run by uh, Bill Gates, who is a long time, his family, Gates family, long time associates of the Rockefeller family. And I've actually seen genealogy that claims that if you go back far enough, then those two, two families fuse into one bloodline. Um, and, and then at the same time that the World Health Organization was coming out and, and driving the, the global policy, for uh, COVID, A, the narrative of it, and B, how you respond to it. Uh, Silicon Valley corporations like Facebook and uh, YouTube and Google and uh, Twitter, they were saying we're going to censor anyone that questions or challenges the World Health Organization narrative of everything. Now, from a the world is, not, is all random and nothing's connected perspective, that is inexplicable. Uh, excuse me, you are, you are supposed to be communication platforms to allow different opinions to be given so that people can debate and, and, and give their opinions. What do you mean you can censor anyone that, that, that challenges this uh, uh, World Organization, World Health Organization narrative? But when you come down into the web, the World Health Organization is, is, is a creation of the cult. So is Facebook. So is Google. So are these these platforms. You know, people like Google and uh, Facebook. They were seed funded by uh, organizations uh, like DARPA, the technological development arm of the Pentagon, and and InQtel, the uh, seed funding technological seed funding arm of the CIA. And uh, Zuckerberg's not running Facebook. It's a joke. You know, this this pothead at, at, at Twitter, Dawson, he's running Twitter. Even enough. And what you've got now is, um, is, is the suppression of anything that, that questions um, the what is the cult narrative. And then you have the same situation where the, um, the big pharma cartel was again created originally by the Rockefellers, who um, brought in through J.D. Rockefeller, the oil type, 
who brought in what we call allopathic medicine and suppressed viciously alternatives to that that were being used before. Um, and so um, this big pharma cartel is cult owned. It runs it. This is why um, the, the big pharma um, uh, drugs and way of medicine is one of the biggest killers on earth. It's unbelievable. It's it, the, the killing fields of big pharma. So they come out like Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson Johnson. They come out with this, um, with this, with, with this fake jab, which is not actually a vaccine by any criteria, um, worth uh, with a name. Um, and they go to the CDC, the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and they go to the FDA, the Drug Administration, to ask for permission to use these fake vaccines on um, younger and younger people with each, each stage. And you know they're going to get it. It's the same with the uh, drug regulator in Britain called the MHRA, exactly the same. You know they're going to get it. Why? And why is it becoming absolutely crystal clear that there were basically no trials worth the name and, and, and the, the, the data that was supposed to be from the trials wasn't even looked at in any detail by the regulators before they gave permission. What's going on? Well, this is what's going on. The CDC, the FDA, the MHRA in Britain are owned by the cult. And Big Pharma is owned by the cult. And so you've got one arm of the cult asking for permission from another arm of the cult. And hey, presto, anyone think they're going to get it? Of course they are. But, but if you don't, if you don't see the web that coordinates it, then you'll think, well, those regulators are there to protect us. No, they're not. They're there to facilitate the cult agenda. And in Britain, um, only once in this whole COVID era has the um, the vaccine advisory committee to the UK government pushed back on anything. Anything. Otherwise, it's just 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 ticks and, you know, stamps it through. And that was um, fake vaccinating with these jabs, um, 12 to 15 year olds. The committee recommended that actually healthy 12 to 15 year olds shouldn't get the jab. Um, and so what the obviously the British government's got a problem now because it's controlled by the cult and the cult doesn't take prisoners. So you better get your asses in here and find a way around this. So what they did is they said, well, um, OK, well, uh, the the uh, the vaccine committee has made this decision on the, on the grounds of health. Uh, OK, yeah. So but 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 maybe there are other grounds on, on which we, we should decide that these kids have it. And so um, they wheel on this psychopath, absolute psychopath, very dark, dark, dark man called Chris Whitty. He's the um, chief medical officer uh, in England. And uh, they get together these other chief medical officers, but which is pulling the strings uh, of other uh, countries like uh, you know, Scotland, Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland and, uh, and Wales. And they decide that actually on the grounds of education, I mean, how long did that take to work out? Um, we, we, we recommend that these 12 to 15 year olds should have it. And they've had it. And lots of them have died already with my, uh, myocarditis and, and other uh, situations not least involving the heart um, that um, that these jabs are causing so and, and, and i said as soon as they handed it to witty i said there's only there's only one outcome here he's going to recommend it of course he is he's a cold asset 
And so he recommends it. And, um, you know, he, he, he spoke at a, um, uh, he, he did a presentation in some theater or other uh, a couple of nights ago. And uh, some people turned up and, um, and started firing questions at him and calling him a murderer and all that stuff, which he absolutely, if you know, if you know that playing out this fake vaccine to 12 to 15 year olds is going to kill some of them. And we bloody well know that, 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 that was going to be the outcome and it has been the outcome. Then that's, that's got to be murder. Uh, uh, And um, so people are starting to get it. This is the, this is the encouraging thing is that more five-year-olds here now, they want to do five-year-olds. Yeah. Well, again, um, Patrick, you, you know, that's coming. Because this is the goal. The goal from the start, I mean, they've told you, is to fake vaccinate every man, woman and child on the planet. And they're going down. I'll tell you what they're going down to. They're going down to newborn babies. Where they get the, the fake vaccine uh, uh, as soon as possible after birth. That's where they're going. Um, and and um, they've got a bit of a problem in Britain. They've got a, a few problems in Britain for a, new, a, a few things. But when they go to the next stage down below 12 to 15 year olds, which is where they're going, um, this vaccine committee has got to somehow explain why they recommended against 12 to 15 year olds, but not, 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 not kids that are younger, you know. Um, so uh, well, that would be interesting to see how they, they, they try to play that out. But th- this is where it's going all over the world, down to babies, um, because this is a transformation of human genetics and, and, and for those that survive, and it's mass depopulation for the rest. Uh, and it's, it's been um, a challenge over these uh, decades I've been doing this to, to get people to grasp the scale of evil that we're dealing with. I mean, you know, if you've not had the scale of evil in your life, then it's very difficult to comprehend it and to kind of perceive it's possible we're dealing with people who, who are beyond psychopaths. They have no empathy, have no compassion, have nothing. They have no redeeming features. And uh, they're the ones making these decisions. And, you know, again, you know, I've been charting over the years how the assets of, and the mentality necessary um, to play out this agenda has been put into the positions of power. Decent police officers moved out, put the psychopaths and the unthinking um, morons in, you know, and this is happening. And, and the, the job is being completed of that process by this um, jab mandate, because whether you have the fake vaccine or whether you don't um, is a massive statement, both about your state of perception, you can see it, and also about your state of determination not to accept it. So what this cult wants, it wants the institutions like the military and the police and all of these institutions, medical profession, um, and and the the care homes, all all these things. It wants to purge uh, them of people who have a mind of their own I'm not having the jab, says they have. And I'm not having the jab, no matter how much you intimidate me. In other words, people that are prepared not only to see it, but to stand up for what they see. So 
So this, they, they, that's what they're doing. So, see, they want chaos because chaos is, is their currency of control, along with fear, which is obviously part of the chaos. Um, and so when people say, well, you know, look at the effect of sacking all these health workers and, and doctors. Look at the effect on the military of, of, of firing all these people in the military and, and all these police officers and you know, fire officers. They couldn't give a damn. They want the chaos. That, I mean, the chaos doesn't affect them. And so um, they, they, they are doing it. Um, and and th- this is what uh, shows the, 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 the method in the apparent madness is that they couldn't care less that stacking all these medical people is going to affect people's health and they're going to die in, in greater numbers because of it. But they couldn't care less. In fact, they want that. that. Their goal is only to purge society of those with a mind of their own who are prepared to stand up for it. And that, that's what's going on. And that's why the, the impact of this, they couldn't care less, only the outcome for them, which is this purge. How aware do you think people like Trump are? Have you changed your opinion on Trump? Because nope. there's a lot of people who still believe in him. And, you know, me personally, it seems fairly obvious at this point that he really signed her death certificates as far as the, the shot goes. You know, he fast-tracked everything with his Operation Warp Speed. And, you know, he basically signed off on everything. What, uh, what do you think about him currently? No, I've not changed my mind on Trump uh, at, at all. Um, I saw him coming um, during the election campaign quite early on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, he came in, and the the idea that Trump's a maverick, uh, excuse me, just look at his history, will you, and all, all the people that he's connected with. He's not a maverick at all. <laughs> um, and, and he starts off going against, I think it was 16-plus other uh, potential Republican candidates for the nomination. We were told, according to the um, the propaganda, that he was a maverick and the Republican Party didn't want him. Uh, at the same time, uh, WikiLeaks is um, releasing documents and emails showing that the Democratic Party hierarchy was ensuring that Bernie Sanders wasn't going to win the nomination, but Hillary Clinton was, because they were going to fix it, and they did fix it. Um, so if the, if the Democratic Party hierarchy can fix it, then so can the Republican Party. But they didn't. But apparently they didn't want Trump and all this stuff. But that was part of his ethos, wasn't it? Oh, he's an outsider. Right. And soon as he won the nomination, I thought, I think this guy's the chosen one uh, to, to, to win the presidency. And uh, along he came and, and he won it. Why? Because if you look at a guy called Saul Alinsky, who um, is a communist uh, uh, out of um, Chicago, whose work was apparently followed by and has been read by people like Hillary Clinton, uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Barack Obama. He wrote a book called Rules for Radicals, which is how you transfer or transform a democratic society into a communist one. And uh, one thing really hit me when I read that, uh, and that was the rule that says, don't target faceless bureaucracies or faceless corporations pick one man or one person and just target everything on them blame everything on them because the idea of the trump era from the cult's point of view 
was to completely polarize America, where you had the, the woke on one side and, and you had the Trump supporters, the non-wokers on the other side. And I, 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 you know, I've got great um, uh, sympathy and, um, you know, a lot of admiration for um, those that have supported Trump, not because they're supporting Trump, but because they tend to be pushbackers. They tend to be people that want freedom and, and people that don't want to be told um, uh, what to do in the fine detail of their lives. And again, just as you have um, the decision about the jab uh, revealing your state of um, mind so because of what trump was talking about he was telling his natural constituency what they wanted to hear which is the you know uh, what what you do if you if you're in a situation like that he was um bringing forth um all these pushbackers as trump supporters and so they could be seen absolutely and um what um what happened on uh, january the 6th through the manipulation of uh, agent provocateurs quite clearly and the fbi involvement and all the rest of it um was that uh, the, that mentality or at least some of it was manipulated into going into the capitol building and i i've got a a, a book out um a new book called Perceptions of a Renegade Mind. And I, I have a chapter about uh, this, what I'm talking about now, and January the 6th. And I said, what this is going to be used for now is to demonize um, Trump supporters and to um, justify it in targeting anyone who's pushing back. And that's exactly what's gone on. Uh, the treatment of, um, of, of uh, people that they call in America conservatives is absolutely disgusting. It's just the demonization, constant demonization of them. But um, in that uh, period of Trump, of what, four years, you had what the plan demanded, which was the total polarization. You were either for Trump or against him. You either loved Trump or you hated him. Trump was this figure um, to, on which everything needs to be blamed to, to, um, bring about your aim as uh, or as Saul Alinsky talked about and, and you look at um you look at the Trump uh, period and uh, you, you know you look at what he actually did compared with what he said he would uh, do and it was very very uh, limited and what they brought in as part of the process of you know you say you're going to do something but you, there's no intention to do it so you need an excuse why you do it. I mean, my mind takes me back to um, uh, President Roosevelt, who said, mothers of America, we're not going into that war. We're not going to send your sons and daughters into that war in Europe. But he knows they are. And so they have um, uh, Pearl Harbor, complete setup. Right. And he says, well, you know, you know, I said I wasn't going to send your sons and daughters to that war in Europe. But look, look what's happened. Um, so, uh, you know, he had, he, uh, there was no intention that the, the Trump agenda was going to be uh, implemented or what appeared to be, um, but they needed an excuse. And so they, they brought in this massive smokescreen of the, the ludicrous um, Russian hoax um, to, to basically muddy the waters and, and slow everything down. So there was some kind of excuse. Well, Trump would have done it, but of course, it, all this was going on. 
They impeach him twice. I mean, hello, anybody, anybody <laughs> impeach him twice. This, this was all part of, the, oh, they're trying to get Trump. They're trying to get Trump. But then having polarized America and isolated the, the, the ones that are not among the woke, they then had to have a woke government. Because um, if Trump had got a second term, um, he, he uh, would not have been able, with his natural constituency, to do what Biden's done. Because they'd, they'd have gone, you know, what are you doing? You, you, right. you see when he, 180, right? Yeah, when he spoke um, uh, a few weeks ago uh, at one of his rallies, and he said, you know, get the vaccine, and you, you, you heard the booze. Yeah. Um, that was just a, a, a fraction of what he would have got. Had he started implementing in his second term what what Biden is what Biden done he didn't know his name but I mean that the people that behind Biden and so um, that um, would have delayed all that's going on now um, so they they had to get uh, Trump out uh, because what they were doing was getting the resistance of his supporters out and and at the same time the cusp of going to Biden. Uh, they had to demonize, therefore weaken uh, the Trump supporters. So you had January the 6th. And and so in comes Biden. And Biden has just sat there while the whole woke agenda, i.e. the cult agenda, same thing, uh, has been played out. I mean, I I wrote uh, in in some of my books, uh, you know, maybe three years ago, four years ago, a bit more, um, about the the, uh, migration agenda, the immigration agenda and how they were transforming uh, systematically the demographics of Europe and the democratics of the United States, how George Soros was involved and the, uh, obviously the Open Society Foundations, Open Society, No Borders, um, and how um, they were moving to a situation where eventually so many people would be heading for the southern border of the United States, they'd be unstoppable. And, and now, not only are they unstoppable in, in that sense, they're not even trying to stop them. So you've now got about 200,000 people that no one knows anything about coming into the southern border every month and probably more than that by now. Uh, and uh, the demographics are being, are being changed. And, and because the, this, is a, uh, this great reset uh, is a transformation of everything. It's the end of countries. And when you have a distinct culture and a distinct history then um you, you you have a sense of being you have a sense of belonging you have a sense of where your countries come from you have a sense of nation if you want to destroy nations then you have to take all that away and um this is everything's connected all the dots connect so this attack on the history of america with all the statues coming down and all that stuff this is yeah. all part of the uh, demolition of everything that makes America what America has been. And they're doing that in Europe too. Uh, And uh, so um, all this is connected and the mass immigration. I mean, I know on one level they're saying, oh, they're they're just uh, um, importing um, democratic voters, but it's bigger than that. It's much bigger and much deeper than that. They are transforming the demographics of America. And at the same time, they are targeting the main racial group in America, as we have the main racial group in Europe, which is white people. They're targeting them. 
because mm-hmm. they need to undermine them and they need to take the power of those people away, the majority group, uh, racially anyway, um, uh, as part of this demolition of Western society and the end of Western countries and the end of what we call Western culture. And, and the idea is to create in this great reset eventually a complete global monoculture where everywhere is literally the same. You know, people, people who are not um, uh, 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 white who were saying, oh, yeah, white people, yeah, quite right, I check them. Well, I've, I've got news for you, mate. They're coming for you next. <laughs> they're, once they've sorted out the white culture and the white race, they're going to sort you out. Uh, and and uh, then uh, you'll see that actually um, we should have got together and put the ludicrous idea of racial differences apart and realize that we're, we're all in the gun sites of this cult. They're just dividing and ruling us. And this is why you've got the big um, cult billionaires and billionaire corporations funding Black Lives Matter. They're funding that because they want to divide and rule America on racial grounds. Everything is about divide. They don't want unity. They're terrified of unity because if you had unity of response, unity of seeing what's going on, they'd be in real trouble. So they've got to keep the target population fighting each other. Black Lives Matter does a wonderful job for them on on that basis. Uh, A lot of people are applauding Black Lives Matter for um, teaming up now with with the movement in New York. And I'm very skeptical about that. And a lot of people have given me a hard time for saying so. What do you think about them kind of latching on to the, to the like Trump, more Trump conservative people? Well, Black Lives Matter is the creation of these cult corporations and these cult billionaires. Therefore, why would they? Ha- why would why would Black Lives Matter have an agenda that was good for America and good for Americans? It, it wouldn't. Um, the, 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 the nature of the beast means that it's serving that which funds it, and that which funds it is um, uh, what seeking to destroy America. This is why. Also, I mean, I say all these dots connect. This is why George Soros, total cult asset. That's why he's so rich. Um, you serve the cult on that level, you become very rich. Ask Gates and um, and uh, ask um, ask Soros, etc. And so, Soros, uh, as you well know, has been funding district attorneys across America into office. And then, when when they've got into office, like the the complete moron in um, Los Angeles and uh, San Francisco is the same, and these other cities across America, New they stop enforcing the law. And they, they start letting people out. I mean, in San Francisco, I think it's if you, less than $1,000, about 900 and something dollars. If you steal uh, uh, less than that, then, then basically nothing happens. So what do you think gonna, that's going to uh, trigger? Lots of people doing that. Uh, and, and, you know, the uh, living in San Francisco, it, it's, it's, and you, you, you will well know about this in New York, it's, it's becoming a, 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 an increasingly hostile, uh, uh, frightening, uh, frightening places. Yeah. Uh, and, but this is what they want. This is why they're doing it. This is why they want to empty the prisons of, um, of felons. They, they, they want this, uh, what they call jungle atmosphere. Everyone for themselves. No order, chaos, fear. Uh, and so they, they're putting these district attorneys in like this, this, this lady Fox in, in, um, in California, who, um, 
is is doing the most extraordinary things in in terms of not prosecuting people. Uh, they're there and it's funded by Soros, and they're there to do that to create this disorder, this chaos, this fear, this 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 fear of going out of your 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 own home, this fear in your own neighbourhood. This is all part of it, uh, which is why people like Soros should be in jail for the rest of their lives, and then told to reincarnate at least a thousand times to complete the sentence. I mean, these people are psychopaths beyond, beyond any meaning of the word. Yeah, I agree. And the whole, it's scary because the whole legal system was basically put in place to serve them. And uh, I've, I've been doing a lot of interviews with uh, people on common law and talking to people like Peter Stone. I believe your, your son spoke to him recently. He's yeah. an amazing guy. If you haven't um, heard of him, but uh, maybe, you know, maybe using common law might be a, a better way i don't know well that that's that's a road i go down uh for sure um because statute law is um is an absolute contract as, as you well know where you have to contract with them uh for statute law to apply to you so they kid you into contracting them mm-hmm. the point is though that if you are uh manipulated into a contract that you don't know you're making the contract is invalid um, so statute law is, um, and, and they needed to introduce statute law, the law of the sea originally, because common law basically says do no harm. And so from that point of view, you don't need and you can't have um, endless statute laws that dictate the fine uh, detail of your life. I mean, you know, the, the, the laws that, uh, uh, that, that are coming out and have been coming out for decades, it's like machine gun fire. Yeah. Uh, every little aspect of your life is now covered by some law or other. And that's why common law is something they had to somehow uh, get round and override by statute law. Uh, the law of contracts, the law of corporations, that's why they had to uh, manipulate uh, people to, through the, de- uh, through the uh, birth certificate. To, to become a fake corporation or, or think that's what they were and identify with it, thinking it's them. It, yeah. it, it was all part of this because without statute law, none of this could happen. Without statute law, uh, do no harm. Okay, so um, all these COVID laws. Okay, so show me how, how I'm doing any harm. Prove that I'm doing any harm. Prove that I'm harming anyone if I don't wear a mask. Pr- pr- prove that. You, you, you can't because, I mean, you know, the, the, the mask thing is... is ludicrous the idea that that protects anyone from anything yeah. um in terms of uh, viral particles even if you believe in the virus and i don't of course um you you um you couldn't do it without statute law which is which is a fake law it's it's a law that um people think uh, applies to them but only if they're kitted into contracting does it apply to them very interesting very interesting stuff um i want to be respectful of your time um but I guess uh, to wrap it up, I wanted to ask um, where, you know, where do we go from here? Is there a way to break, break through the cult and, and end all this stuff? Or how do you, how do you see this all playing out? Well, it's, 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 there's very deep levels of this, the very deep esoteric levels of this, there's very deep nature of reality levels of this um, and psychological levels of this, which um, I could talk about for hours, but, um, the, the, on the basics uh, of it, um, you can look for solutions or you can remove the cause of the problem. And the cause of the problem throughout eons of human existence has been um, 
acquiescence to to the few in power. Um, in fact, I say in power, they are um, they are gathering their power not from themselves but from human acquiescence to them. You know, I mean, you you look at the um, population of America. Well, they say it's about three hundred twenty five million. Obviously, there's a lot more. Um, but um, you look at that number, and then you look at the number of people that are making the decisions. Even add the law enforcement that's enforcing them. And uh, you're looking at a tiny number compared with the number of people in America. Same in Britain, same ratio. Uh, so the, the answer is mathematics. You know, we could end this any time we wanted. This is why they have to divide and rule us. Mm. Because um, uh, they have to divide and rule the target population because the target population in unity would blow them away. And, you know, there are, there are some who are so programmed, so incapable of free thought, and, you know, the, the woke mentality is a classic example of that, that they're not going to change anything uh, because they, they, you, to change something, you've got to be aware of something, and they'll, they show no signs of ever being aware of that. So it's down to those that can see. And if you look at um, history, it's always been the minority that have brought down tyrannies. And because the minority are, are, have always been a minority for not giving away their self-respect. Um, self-respect is what brings down tyrannies. Acquiescence is what allows tyrannies to um, to form. And self-respect is what brings them down. So if you look at the COVID era, it's classic. It's only been possible because of all the um, people who have, through that unquestioning, unconscious uh, mind, um, done whatever they've told, been told to do. Um, the acquiescers, that's how it, it wouldn't have been possible otherwise. And then you've got the other people, again, always the minority, who've had the self-respect to question what they're told and to, to resist it, stand up to it. Uh, and it's those people that are going to bring this down, um, not obviously the general population. And it will be brought down by removing the cause of the problem, uh, ceasing to acquiesce to um, our own enslavement. I mean, you know, the, the, the numbers are still there and, and gathering, actually, because there's a lot of the jab people now are going, actually, I've been had, haven't I? They're now telling me I've got to have a third and a fourth yeah. in some places. Yeah. Um, but if you take the um, example of um, Austria, they've just said mandatory uh, fake vaccinations uh, in February. And they've said that uh, the, um, the unfake vaccinated uh, 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 go under lockdown. And even when, it, when, it, when it's lifted, because they've done it for everybody at the moment, then the, 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 they will have to stay in lockdown in, in effect. And you're talking in Austria of about two to three million people who have not been jabbed. So, so what are you doing sitting in your home for? <laughs> right. Get on the streets, go about your life. What are they going to do if two to three million people won't um, cooperate with what is a leader, Schallenberg, who's an aristocrat and hasn't been elected that's imposing this? What are you doing? And, and you see, there's two types of acquiescence. There's acquiescence through um, unconsciousness, which we've discussed. Then there's acquiescence through, I know, I don't want to do it, but what are the consequences of me doing it? Yeah. And, and 
so people sit there in fear of not sitting there. And I tell you, that, that, that just like the last one, they, they bring in another lockdown in Britain. Well, I ain't, I ain't uh, bloody compliant with it, that's for sure. sure no way. Be. I didn't do it the last time. I'm not doing it this time. <laughs> I'll die first. Because yeah. there is nothing... Look, look at where we are, ladies and gentlemen, I would say. Look at where we are now, and it's nowhere near where we're meant to go, be taken. When, when, when is the, that line going to be crossed? When is that line in the sand going to be drawn? Now or further down the road when it will be more difficult? because there'll be more uh, control in place. So um, there's nothing that is more sinister and more destructive than having this fake jab. So put a line in the sand, having the fake jab is not an option. And, you know, again, it's... it's um, Again, it's about your, your mentality. If, if you say... Um, that I don't want the jab, but for me to do what I want to do, I have to have it. So I've got to just acquiesce to it, even though I don't want it. What you're doing is you're allowing these people to dictate your sense of the possible, your sense of potential. So your sense of the possible becomes if I don't have the jab, it's a nightmare. If I do have the jab, I don't want it, but I'll be able to function. Well, actually, you won't unless you have the next one, the next one, the next one. But I mean, we could talk about this uh, in, in, in more depth in another time, maybe. But our perceptions create our reality. So um, if you have a self-perception, a self-identity that you have no power and there's nothing you can do, then you'll live a life which will be a self-fulfilling prophecy of that perceptual state. Yeah, um, you, you have a, a, a perception of, of the power you have and, 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 and the, the nature of, of you, which is not the human body. That's a vehicle. You are the consciousness having the experience a, a, capable of connecting with vast uh, 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 scales and uh, swathes of consciousness and insight and understanding and potential and possibility then you're going to live a very different life to little me, I have no power. I mean, you, you see it all the time. And, and so your perception matters because your perceptions are dictating how you interact with the field all around us. I wish I could get into this more detail, but uh, of possibility and probability that's, that's all around us, what they, in the East they call Brahman, the sea of potentiality. And all these different cultures have different names for this sea of potentiality and possibility that we're living in. You know, the five senses can't go deep enough into the frequency uh, band to, to, to allow us to, to see this energy. It only, only decodes the frequencies of what we call form. And it appears to be empty space between them, but it's not. It's the sea of energy. It's like, a, if you like, a Wi-Fi field. Um, and in all that potentiality lies anything is possible. But your perceptions are dictating how you interact with that sea of possibility and probability. If you um, have a very limited sense of the possible, like I have no power, what can I do? Then you will interact in that band of frequency because every, every thought, every emotion generates a frequency. And the sum total of our perceptions create a, a frequency field, an energetic field through which we interact with this field of possibility and probability. 
So someone with um, a very limited sense of self and a very limited sense of the possible will interact with possibility and probability within that narrow band and therefore will manifest an experience which will reflect that dynamic. And that's important because of what I said a few minutes ago. We mustn't let this cult, which understands how this works, by the way, that, that's yeah. why perception is absolutely the target. They know if they can get you perception, they get your behavior and they get your interaction with possibility and probability to the point where they're dictating your experience. They know that this is the stuff that they pass on uh, through the highest levels of the secret society web, the cult. Um, so if you have allow yourself to drop into this sense of the possible that says I either uh, don't have the jab and, and there's nothing I can do, or I do have the jab and I don't want it, but I, I'll be able to do what I want to do. That, that's allowing this cult to dictate your sense of, of reality, your sense of the possible. And, and if that's how you see the world, then you will take one of those choices and, and, and you will interact with um, possibility and probability on that basis. So if you think, well, if I don't have a jab, then, then my life's over and nothing I could do, then you'll almost certainly manifest that. And this cult knows it, gets your perception, it gets your life. But if you if you understand that um, you are capable of interacting with this sea of possibility and probability it, 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 in the greatest swathe as you decide uh, you want to in terms of opening your mind, then those two things are not necessarily the only possibilities. Um, have the jab and my life is destroyed. Don't have the jab and my life is destroyed. Have the jab and and I might be able to do something, or then I'll have another jab and all that stuff. It's it's a prison cell, yeah. And if you if you see it where that is your decision, then it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. But if you say in a in a, in a way where you're coming from a position of knowing your own power and your own ability to manifest out of this sea of possibility and probability, and you say, okay, this is not a choice between having the jab and not having the jab. That, that, that's the choice I'm being given. I'm, 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 I'm being given, manipulated to believe that's, that's the choice I have to make. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't have that choice because my line in the sand says I'm not having the jab. There's no bloody choice uh, 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 having it or not having it. I am not having it. So that's the line in the sand. So we're, we're now past this point. Shall I have it? Shan't I have it? <laughs> You know, this uh, prevarication, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not having it. Now, I'm not having it. So what we've got to do now on that basis, not having it, find a way of functioning on the basis of I'm not having it. And what, what you find um, when you come from that position where you're taking control, you're not letting them say, well, you know, make your decision. You're taking control, not having it. And so we're going to find a way now. We are going to find a way of, uh, of functioning without having it. And what you find is your interaction with possibility and probability comes from that position. And you start finding that things manifest and things happen that allow you to do that. 
that allow you to find another way. When you're, when you're in interacting with all possibility and probability, the uh, sea of potentiality, as they call it, the East, the idea that you have a choice, the choices that you're being given by the system is ridiculous. <laughs> They're the choices that suit the system. They're not the only choices that we can make. We can manifest infinite possibilities, but only if we, uh, we understand our own power, we understand how this dynamic um, operates. Uh, and, and it, you know, we, we've got to get out those that are not having the jab or, or, or uh, haven't had it up to this point. This idea that it's jab or no jab, that it's life or no jab. Uh, you know, it's, we've got to get away from that. No jab. End of story. That's the end. That's the line in the sand. So what we've got to do now is find a way of functioning um, and, and enjoying life and, and living, yes, a different life. But there's got to be ways to do this um, that um, that don't involve having the jab. And your people will be amazed at how um, things manifest once you've got that attitude. Because you've taken control of it now. I'm not having it, and we are going to find a way around it. And you'll find that things do um, start to manifest that you never thought was possible um, that, that uh, allow you. But we've, we've got to get out of this negative attitude that we are on the defensive and the, the, the cult through all its various forms um, is, is dictating our choices. No, it's not. We dictate our choices. Yeah, a lot of it is just psych psychological manipulation, and you know, it's when, when you give yourself very narrow options, you know, you, that those are the options you're left with. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, by acquiescing, it's not going to lead to much of a life later on anyway. So you're just postponing the inevitable, right? You know, it's it's kind of silly. Yeah, and, well, I mean, you know, for a lot of people, because this um, the contents of this fake vaccine is self replicating. For a lot of people, um, and the more you have, the more there is to self-replicate. Yeah. It's going to be the end of their life. It's been the end of a lot of people's lives. You know, uh, well, you've been following it in, um, in, in America. I'm sure you have, because it's happened to some people in America as well, of course. But it, it's now starting, you know, there are some um, people in the sports arena, you know, former footballers and what have you, in, in um, soccer players in, in, uh, in Europe and Britain, who are, are saying, hold on a minute. Why are all these sports people keeling over with heart attacks and dying? Over a hundred, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And, and we've had two uh, professional soccer players uh, uh, go through this uh, this week in, uh, in 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 England. And and, and you know, I, I grew up in sport. I've followed sport all my life. I used to be a sports presenter with the BBC for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm well aware of how rare it is for a healthy sports. Uh, man or woman to keel over with a heart attack or die on a pitch or die in training or die after the match. It's incredibly rare. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. And it, it's, it's, it's not anymore in the same era that played out the fake vaccines to uh, sports people, uh, sports people age. So, you know, it, 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 people are beginning to see it. They are beginning to question. Uh, and uh, I, on my website today, there's a, 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 a clip of a doctor on a mainstream, well, as near mainstream as you can get without being absolutely mainstream, uh, news station, uh, television, 
who's actually come out and publicly made a connection between the heart uh, yeah. attacks and um, and the fake uh, vaccines. So wow. we started to we started to, to 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 get some good stuff getting out there. But also, of course, people have their own experience. You know, people around them. You know, I, I mean, uh, when this uh, pandemic was on in the spring of 2020, um, I didn't know anyone who had the, uh, who'd had the virus. Well, no one's had the virus, but said they had the virus, yeah. tested positive with a test, not testing for it. I live in the epicenter. I've never been healthier. <laughs> yeah, and, and people, people, um, people now, people, everyone knows someone who's been affected by this fake vaccine. Hmm. Um, it's uh, it's extraordinary um, uh, what's gone on and how they've got away with it so far. But it's it's public ignorance, you know. If people think that CNN, MSNBC, and the BBC are going to tell you the truth, well, I mean, you know, you've not been paying attention, really. Um, the, you've got to look into the alternative media and question that too. But you've got to look into the alternative media to find um, uh, what's really going on, because the mainstream will never tell you. It's owned by the cult. Why? Why would it tell you? Yeah. Even Fox News, a lot of people don't want to recognize that, but they're owned by the same people as CNN, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, I like Tucker Carlson. I think he's uh, he's gone out on a limb a few times, and I, I think well, a lot of times, and I think he's um, he, he he's aware of more than than he says on his show, obviously, because he'd be off air. But um, mm-hmm. I think I think some pennies are dropped with him. Uh, he he confuses me because recently I saw I saw a video of him where he was denying nine eleven, denying that there was any evidence to to nine eleven being orchestrated. So, yeah, well, I, I, I think I think you know with people like Tucker Carlson, um, you know they they are seeing that something's not right, that they may not see why it's not right. I mean, you know, uh, the fact that the scale of this conspiracy uh, probably won't have dawned on him although I think he's further along the road now than he was before the COVID era started. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's like everything. You, 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 when you watch his show, I watch it every morning when I get up so I can get up to speed with a lot of things that are going on in America. Um, you, you've got to take um, each, each line as it comes, you know, not, not say, Oh, you know, this guy says some things I agree with, therefore I'll believe everything he says. You, right. you, 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 you basically, you, you take a line on line. Cause you know, sometimes I go, Oh, you, know, you haven't got, you haven't got it there Tucker at all. And other times, yeah, you're spot on there. Uh, uh, but, but Fox news in general. Yeah. I absolutely, um, uh, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, the, the Murdoch newspapers, um, in Australia got me banned from Australia in early uh, 2019, uh, when oh. I was going to go, when I was going to go around six cities and talk about, um, the fact that, um, this tyranny was coming. Um, uh, so Tucker Carlson gets a very big audience by cable news standards. It's, it's a really, really big audience because people want to, you know, have some questioning, but, um, it's interesting question. What, why Fox news, uh, go along with that when, you know, I, I guess, you know, if you, um, if you're the cult and I, I've studied their mentality for 30 years, they're very ill at ease with states of flux that they don't control. Mm-hmm. So um, if you take the, um, the football soccer analogy, they um, are ill at ease because they're very insecure for enough. They're ill at ease with um, controlling one side because their security comes from knowing the result before the first ball is kicked. And to do that, you've got to control both sides and the referee. And so if you look across society, 
they are controlling um, all sides uh, in, in the mainstream debate. So on that basis, it makes sense that they would, on the face of it, present Fox News as slightly different to CNN. But actually, they're still controlling the debate because they're controlling all sides. Um, it's, it's very subtle and it's all psychological. Um, and that's why, you know, I'm very, very uh, um, questioning of Trump because my view of him is that, um, and, you know, maybe, you know, Fox News is a, an expression of that. Um, I think he's um, leading his uh, followers to glorious failure. Um, and right. um, it's, it's glorious failure. It's not what we came here to do. Glorious victory is what we came for. And, and, and it, again, you know, this mentality of don't give your power away to, the, to, to this, don't give your power away to that, give your power away to Trump. You know, <laughs> right? No, just don't give your power away. The political system is not a vehicle for change. It's, it's a vehicle for advancing this agenda. Yeah. And sometimes there'll, there'll be people that appear to be against the agenda, but actually they're not. But they're, they're playing a part in this uh, puppet show. It's a Hegelian yeah. system, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And, and I, I felt for, from the time that he was running for office that he was... Um, he was going to lead them to glorious failure. And, and that's what he's done. Uh, to, to, in, in fact, uh, I mean, you know, to tell, tell the people that are still in Washington jails in horrible conditions for trespass on January the 6th, mm. that, um, you know, he led them to glorious victory. Uh, and uh, he, he, you know, saying the right thing is not enough. It, it's, it's not what people say, it's what people do that matter. And right. what, what, what Trump has done, like you said earlier, is be a massive part of this um, fake vaccine um, nightmare and catastrophe that's been imposed upon the human race. I don't. I don't think his his massive you know conservatives would have ever taken the vaccine if it weren't for him. I think there's a uh, definitely a mass of people who felt more at ease about taking it because of him. You know, and he he really like kind of led them straight to the needle, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean. D- d- People don't think that Trump had the bloody vaccine, do they? <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. Absolutely not. There, there, honestly, there, this week um, there was a um, a woman in the um, a nurse in the uh, medical uh, arena in Slovenia, and she came out, went public, and said that actually these 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 vials are, are different. There's one that. Um, is just a saline solution, number one. Number two is an mRNA uh, fake vaccine. And number three is something that will give people cancer within two years, right? Um, And she said, I know from my own experience that all the politicians and the people, you know, the rich and famous, have all had vial one, the saline solution. And, And so, oh yeah, Biden's getting another one. Anyone who is so promoting it that if they had it and killed over would be a absolute nightmare of uh, uh, propaganda uh, uh, against the fake vaccine. They've, they've had the saline. You're not going to wheel out these um, celebrities like Elton John and others. Oh, have the vax. Um, and, they, and they give them the bad stuff, are they? I mean, they're not. Right. Um, one, or, one or two that, 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 that might, might cop it by accident around the world, but overwhelmingly not going to do it. 
Uh, and uh, so Biden's not had it, and Fauci's not had it. No, none of these people have it. They have the saline. If they, if they have it at all, if they have it on um, on camera, they have the saline. Uh, but but you know, it's it's the naivety that you know these people are going to have something they know is um, potentially lethal. They're not. Fauci totally definitely dead. wouldn't. <laughs> My guy's been killing people for decades. I mean, he must know, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, um, the idea that um, Trump's had it, so I've, I'm, I've got more comfort. Well, you're probably not going to get the saline unless you're very lucky. He did. That's why he's still alive. You think they've been like decreasing the saline as they go on? Like that's what I've been hearing. Like me, you know, they spread it out in a way so it wasn't like mass c- catastrophe. But exactly that. Um, yeah. What what you have? I mean, they're, they're they're starting to struggle to suppress what's already happened in terms of death and health destruction. Right. So if they'd have just played it all out, I mean, it, it would have been mass catastrophe immediately. So this is this is the plan as I would as I see it. They 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 put this this saline in there, um, so that it, they they lessen the number of people that, that that die compared with what would have done, and people that have the health problems that would have done. Uh, but these fake vaccines are, are, are just multiplying. So as they multiply them with the boosters, then more and more people are going to get the bad stuff. And they're going to have the boosters, those that, that um, have had the saline, because they say, look, I had it, it didn't affect me at all. And then they're going to get the bad stuff and they're going to realize, actually, it has. So, yeah, it's been very carefully done. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they can't kill too many too quick because people would realize what's going on. Right. That would be stupid. <laughs> well, all right. I mean... Um... I want to thank you so much for for taking the time out and and for all the research you've done over the years. I would love to talk to you for another 10 hours, uh, but I'm sure you have things to do. Uh, Where can people find you uh, these days? What are you up to currently? Um, Well, um, I'm um, I'm on davidike.com. That's the hub that has new stories in context every day. All my videos go on there. I do loads of videos on various subjects and we've got iconic um behind me that um is our media platform uh with with hundreds of documentaries on the great swathe of uh alternative subjects not just conspiracy um health nature of reality all of it i've just done a 13 part series on the nature of reality with using special effects and stuff and so that's uh, starting to to go up on iconic now uh and um and uh, I'm, I'm i'm just writing another book um uh, just started it actually but and you know it's it, it, you, every day you're just trying to get um, as much information out as you can from multiple sources because um, we talked earlier about perception. Perception comes from information, and they control the major communication um, channels. So we have to build our own, and we have to work incessantly to to challenge that. And what's encouraging is the number of people. I mean, I, I was banned from all the major platforms in the spring of 2020 when i said there was no virus that was that that was the rubicon being crossed right at the start you you're the only one who's really come out and said that too like i really applaud that because you know even alex jones still talks about a virus and it drives me insane and people come up to me and they're like david ike is control opposition i'm like david ike has been talking about no virus since like early in 2020 like he if he's control opposition he's doing a shit job 
Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> and I, I didn't do that um, by sitting and just pulling it out the ether. I did that by looking at the evidence. Uh, I, w- I was sent a, 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 a long email um, in March of 2020 by a, a, a medical scientist in America, written by a medical scientist in America, who, uh, who was calling the whole thing. Uh, he was saying that, that the PCR test is not testing for the virus. Um, so you've got to get your fake cases from a fake test. Uh, and, and that um, all, all, all you do, he said, if you want a fake pandemic, this is in March 2020, is you get the, the worst flu cases and you call it COVID-19. And, and then um, it appears that there's more deaths from COVID-19 than flu because actually you're just re-diagnosing the worst flu cases that would have taken people out with flu. This is why flu's disappeared since the COVID era started. Yeah. All, all over the world, it's been re-diagnosed um, uh, COVID-19. So you start to realize that the test is not testing for the virus or where the case is coming from. And then they have this extraordinarily scam where you're 28 days after a test not testing for the virus, you die of anything else, COVID-19 goes into death certificate. That's where the de- deaths are coming from. Uh, you pay hospitals in America vastly more to diagnose um, COVID-19 than you do uh, regular pneumonia or flu or whatever. Uh, and, and in Britain and other countries, they had a mass cull of old people in the spring of 2020, absolutely perfectly um, uh, documentable. We've got a, an iconic documentary, uh, which is... The uh, Midazolam thing, right? Yeah, uh, the Midazolam, yeah. It's um, on, uh, I think it's next Saturday. No, next Sunday. Um, I think we're running it live on um, on the internet. It's a, a documentary uh, about the Midazolam mass murder. It, it was mass murder. It was overseen by a health secretary in this country called Matt Hancock. Because yeah. the point is, they didn't have a virus, so they had to give the um, the impression that there was one by the test not testing for it, fake death certificates, but also this mass cull of um, old people through Midazolam which is a, a sedative end-of-life drug, which is also used by some states in America in the execution process. And then, in a, of course, in New York and some other states in America, they, ki- they killed vast numbers of old people and others as well using a drug uh, that Fauci insisted was used called remdesivir. Yeah. And um, so they had to create the illusion of the first wave to justify the lockdowns and everything that went with it. Uh, and you don't have to do that if you've got a virus and a, a real infectious agent. And this, um, this thing in, um, in Wuhan about, um, it was either released from the Wuhan lab by accident or by design. I mean, um, um, uh, hello. First of all, I said earlier, they are absolutely mortified, this cult, in any position where they lose control absolutely mortified so the idea that they would release an infectious agent which they would immediately lose control of is absolutely ridiculous for anyone who has studied the mentality of these people in this cult what they have now is exactly what they want control because they are um they have used the fake virus to justify the fake vaccine and now they have control of who gets what uh, there's, there's not some pathogen going around in the bloody air. It's in a vial. 
They have control of it. It's all about control. And the idea, when you see all the, um, the, 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 the evidence there is that this was pre-planned a long, 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 long time, uh, uh, right up to when it happened, that um, they sat around a table and they thought, do you know something? We forgot something. We forgot something. What we forgot? We forgot the bloody pathogen. We forgot the virus. <laughs> so now we've got to sit around waiting for someone to accidentally leak it from a lab. Oh, my God, they've just done it. What a piece of luck. And then on the other side, it's been released on purpose. So, okay, uh, you're going to release a pathogen, right? Yeah, okay. So you don't want anyone to know you've done it, do you? No, 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 absolutely not. Oh, no. So where are you going to release it? Well, we thought down the street from the biggest bio lab in China. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a diversion. It's a diversion yes. from because the, 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 whether you believe it's by accident, whether you believe it's by design, they have a common theme. There is a virus. When you realize there's not, the whole house of cards falls down. Once you realize there's no virus, there's no there's there's no justification for fake vaccines. There's no justification for uh, isolation, masks, any of it. Once you know there's no virus, yeah. that's the Rubicon. They absolutely don't want people to, to, to cross and see. But more and more people are seeing it. And, and I'm seeing doctors who um, were questioning of things, but absolutely there's a virus. And now they're going, well, actually... Um, no one's actually got the virus, have they? No, because it's a computer program. I, I love it when I, I, I see I see people go, oh, this virologist says he, he, the code does look like it's man-made. It's bloody man-made, mate. It's been made on a computer. <laughs> All in silico sequencing. In silico, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. I've talked to a lot of virologists too. My my group of friends were you know we're all about this. We we debate virologists, doctors online, and I mean it's maddening how how much they're stuck on this this just fakery and fraud. You know, we keep asking them, um, you know, where did you actually isolate the virus? Can you show me a paper where you prove that you've isolated this one thing, and and cause disease with it. And they can't. They just go into all this fancy stuff that presupposes the virus exists. Yeah. It's all presupposition. Well, Christian Drosten, the crook virologist in Germany who came up with the, the um, PCR test protocol yeah. in January, uh, it was not peer-reviewed, but immediately the World Health Organization recommended it to all its member countries, big red flag. They've, they've admitted, Drosten and co., that they didn't have a natural virus. They, they, they had a computer program. And then the FDA came out with a document uh, admitting, I think it was 59 different versions of the PCR they had, or diff, you know, and, and it, none of it was from a natural virus. It was from um, uh, a computer program. And it's telling you this. They Look, piggybacked the off of... Virus? They piggybacked off of SARS-1, I believe, right? And they just piggyback <laughs> off of every other in silico sequence that they've ever done. Yeah, I mean, this this non-isolation, therefore showing it exists and causes a disease, is true of HIV. I mean, I, I, I quoted in um, Perceptions of a Renegade Mind, Kerry Mullis. I've got his book behind me. Yeah. Kerry Mullis, um, the creator of the PCR test that said it can't test for infectious uh, viruses, etc. Um, he, um, he, he, he did a long piece in this book about the fact that he was doing a paper about what the PCR was doing. Um, and he wanted a reference at the end of the paper for 
um, for people to go to for a paper that showed that HIV caused AIDS. So he, go, he, he goes to a, a, a doctor virologist at the place where he's working in California. And he says, you know, can you give me a reference for, you know, this HIV caused AIDS? Oh, no, you don't need a reference. He said, um, everybody knows that. So this is the thing. Everybody Martin, knows yeah, right. So, so, so Mollis being Mollis, he was a very, very brilliant man, very genuine man. He said, uh, no, no, I want a reference. So he goes on, he goes on um, looking for this reference and he gets, he gets um, uh, told to go to this CDC website and the, the reference there. So, so, so he goes and, and there's nothing in the paper that shows that HIV causes AIDS, nothing, <laughs> right. just assumes it. Yeah. So eventually he's at a conference which is attended by the bloke, the virologist in, in France, the Pasteur Institute, who, who got the Nobel Prize for HIV causes AIDS. Montagnier, yeah. Yeah. And he said to him, can you give me a reference for HIV causes AIDS? And he said, he gave me the reference of the CDC website. I said, been there. <laughs> and, and then um, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm going down the highway, uh, going home one night, and I'm, I'm listening to public radio. He said, and a bloke called Juisberg comes on. I quoted Juisberg in my book some years, well, years back about the fact that HIV didn't cause AIDS. Uh, and, um, and, and, and suddenly Molly said, I'm listening to this guy. He said, I, I stopped my car and, 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 and parked it to listen because this guy, Juisberg, is explaining why HIV doesn't cause AIDS. He says, I'm just understanding why I can't find a reference. <laughs> and, 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 and so it's the same with SARS-CoV-1. None of it. Uh, 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 has ever been shown to exist. It's, um, oh, it's the scam is unbelievable. And then you go back, and who do they call the um, the father of modern virology? Yeah, a guy called Rivers, who was the director of the Rockefeller Institute. <laughs> mm. You know, the, the Rockefellers that are into this up to their necks, created the World Health Organization. And they have driven this virus hoax. And I don't mean SARS-CoV-2 virus hoax. I mean the whole virus hoax, that yeah. virus, viruses cause disease. It's a natural uh, mechanism, uh, a body response to toxicity. That's what the viral particles are. And they don't cause disease. Uh, and it's this really is just uh, garbage, really, just genetic garbage. garbage. garbage yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely right. You've obviously done your research. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean, my whole entire podcast is almost based on it, so <laughs> I do. Yeah, I talk too much about it. Uh, but that's just the key, because yeah. everything goes once you realize there's no virus. Everything yeah. goes. No, no, nothing's justified whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that's why they have to hold the myth that there is one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we've got um, we've got the Botswana variant now. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're going to use this like they already are. My God, they're going crazy over here. Europe. <laughs> You know what's really funny about the variants is that even under germ theory, if you believe in it, variants historically uh, lessen in lethality. Yeah, they get, they get more contagious, but they're le less lethal over time. That's always been the germ theory thing. Yeah. So it's yeah. like even under their own system, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, this is the variant variant of the variant 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 of the variant variant variant. This one, the plus. Yeah. yeah i'm terrified of it <laughs> <laughs> it's such a joke it's such a farce at this point i mean you have to laugh it's you've got to laugh and you've got to pinch yourself often but you've got to laugh yeah. because um otherwise you get pulled into the 
to the to the the sinister nature of it to to the extent that it starts affecting you. You've got to laugh. You know, because we work hard to get it out there, but the, the world's insane. You you you've got to laugh at it sometimes. It's it's just so ridiculous. You couldn't make it up. Absolutely. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Thank you again so much. Um, I hope I hope you'll come back and talk to us again sometime. I'm sure we could talk about a lot more. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great chat. Be very interesting. Thanks very much. And um, yeah, thanks for all your research over the years. Really appreciate everything you're doing. Yeah, you too. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye. The information presented in this program is not intended as legal, health, or nutritional advice. It is provided for informational purposes only. Alighton does not endorse nor accept responsibility for any statements, views, or opinions expressed by its guests.